You're listening to the Believe in Giants podcast with Giants legend Carl Banks and broadcaster Bob Papa. Welcome to another edition of Believe in Giants. Bob Papa and two-time Super Bowl champion, the newsmaker Carl Banks and uh, Giants playing the Rams this weekend. And we are all fired up to welcome our guest to the show. He is John Ross, Giants wide receiver. John, welcome to the show. How's everything going with you? Oh, thanks for having me. Uh, everything's still good. You know, just preparing for this weekend and uh, everything's still real good right now. I'm just getting ready. So, John, I, um, I know that this is, is tough for you guys because you, you can look at the talent on this team and know that there's, there's some games that have been left out there. Um, what is the mindset now going into a game against the Rams. It's it's literally one of the better teams in football, but is there a mindset that says, hey, it's up to us to get it done? Absolutely. Um, and, you know, we knew that from day one. You know, so we just have to continue coming together, keep working hard, keep working at it, keep stacking the days. Um, and that's what, that's what we've been working on. Uh, you know, just focus on one day at a time and just try to get better from there. John, speaking about getting better, you know, everybody knows about your speed, uh, much ballyhooed, and we know how fast you can run, but how cool was it in the game in New Orleans uh, to show everybody the kind of route runner that you've always been that you don't get credit for? Because in that overtime drive, uh, you made a couple of exceptional plays to kind of keep that thing going along the way. Just, just talk a little bit about that part of your game that people always seem to want to miss. Oh, my thing, you just come from the territory. I'm, I'm going to have to deal with that for the rest of my life, you know, just being a fan's guy. And I um, I learned to accept it. Um, but the chances that I do get to showcase, you know, some other routes, some other techniques, and things like that, I have to take advantage of. Um, I feel like I haven't always done that. Um, you know, so going forward, that's kind of my focus. You know, every opportunity that I get to be, you know, in a different space, so I want to make sure that I showcase that. So when those times come and, I, and my number is called, I can you know, show up um, over and over so, John, talking, you know, speaking of route running and you guys are facing one of the league's best corners, how important is it when you're playing a guy like Jalen Ramsey not to tip your hand and to be very precise in what you do? It's very important. Um, you know, great guys like that, you know, who's honestly one of the best guys in the league, you kind of got to bring your best stuff every single time. You know, there can be no no slip up, no margin for error at all. Uh, you know, so you just got to, like I said, bring – Bring everything you got, you know, we play guys like that, especially with front center that they ask, you know, so, you know, we have to be on our best game. We have to be where we're supposed to be on uh, time around today. John, what about, um, you know, what you, you know, you've, you've had to deal with injuries so far, you know, in camp and stuff like that. And then you come off IR, you have an impact. You had an impact in the game last week. Same thing with Kadarius Tony. Um, just talk a little bit about the work that you guys put in to get yourselves ready so when you finally got the chance, you were kind of ready to go. Yeah, I mean, well, our our straight our uh, training staff, they do a great job of getting guys ready. You know, through, through camp, we were, were running hard. You know, we were doing everything that we needed to, do to stay in shape and um, make sure we can get out there. So when we dig out there that first week, it already had felt like we, we'd been playing for so long, just how well prepared we were. Uh, you know, based off of the treatment and the, the different things that they had us doing. You know, uh, I was with, I was with Gary's too. So we were doing the same things, mirroring each other, things like that. They were good. But like I said, once we got out there that week, uh, in New Orleans, it felt like we had already been on um, practice. 
Hey, uh, is- John, I, I just want to, I want to jump in here though. Like you mentioned the training staff, Ronnie Barnes, he was the trainer when Carl was playing. That's crazy. We always talk about that too. That, that's actually really crazy. You know, to see him still, uh, you know, running the show and doing things. Ronnie's great. Listen, Ronnie Barnes was a lot nicer to you guys than he was to us. Cause he, he had coaches that wanted players on the field no matter what. So Ronnie, Ronnie used to, my rookie year, I had uh, some injuries, nothing that really bad, but like Ronnie would be like, you know, this head coach is going to fire my ass if you ain't practicing next week. It was just like all kinds of little head games he played with you to let you get out there. It was so funny. I told Ronnie I should, I should sue him for child abuse now. <laughs> Ronnie's amazing, man. That's all. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah right. People with great spirit, man. And, you know, the low that he has, it's just it's awesome to see yeah. him witness. You know, love to see him keep going and going, doing everything that he's doing. What's the wide receiver room like now? Um, injuries aside, you guys have some really, really good personalities in there, a lot of great guys. And then you see the breakout game that Kadarius has, and then he comes back with a second good performance in the Dallas game. Are you guys like, what, what is that room like when you're, you're watching him on tape? Obviously he's part of your brotherhood, but like, are you genuinely happy? Are you excited? Do you guys get excited as excited watching him as the fans every time he makes a guy miss? To be honest, this has been one of the coolest rooms I've ever been in. Uh, as far as guys being happy for each other, guys looking out for each other, just having fun. like. It really feels like a brother. Sometimes it feels so much more like we, we siblings than than anything. We we forget, you know, that we on a team, you know. And to see him do what he can do, it's almost like rewind it, rewind it, like watch this. You know what I'm saying? It's so crazy to see. It's really like like uh, he enjoys it. Like if you if you watch him, it's it's crazy to see some of the things that he does. It's just it, it amazes everybody, you know, and, and everybody's so genuinely happy for everyone else that that feels good. And it's, it's, um, uh, it's contagious, you know? So like wherever someone else makes a play, you can just see, like, I, like if, if I don't know if everybody's seen it, but I scored a touchdown versus New Orleans and you see, uh, Shepard on the sideline go crazy. And that's just, that's a great feeling you want to have, you know, see guys happy for one another. Because at the end of the day, we're all teams, you know, um, our success is, I mean, one person's success is everyone. So. We all see it that way. We all see each other, like I said, like brothers. When everybody makes a play, it's just, it's just great energy from the room. I mean, how about that route he ran to start the third quarter on Diggs? I mean, I mean, you're fast. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about like you're an elite athlete. Carl's an elite. Anybody that plays a professional sport and gets to that level are elite, beyond elite. Even the worst guy in the team. I mean, could you imagine trying to pull that off? I mean, it says tough. It's tough. Yeah. Tough, man. It's real tough. But he didn't say no. (laughs) You know why? Um, Elite athlete. (laughs) So, well, yeah, when you got, when you have, like, the the, the thing about, like, guys like you, Ross, who's got, like, this blazing speed that you know you're fast, but it's like you can't explain it to us ordinary people. It's like, I just took off running, dude, and I ran past him. Or like Tony making guys miss. I bet if you asked him to diagram, he's like, I don't know. I got to go back and look at it. It just happened. It just happens that way sometimes, man. You know, um, we 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 talk about it and we get 
you know, the look that, well, you know, you get the look that you're yeah. looking for and you take advantage of it, it happens. You know, uh, like it's like you said, it's, it's just very hard to explain. You know, so I just I didn't see it. I was I was gifted, and I just try to use my gift. You know, every chance that I get, and just like yeah. uh, KT is, when you make somebody miss, I don't think you think like, oh, I'm gonna do this. You know, he just right. He just go out there, eat back in the backyard. You know, so <laughs> yeah, it's like we had that with um, Lawrence Taylor on our team, and we had a guy David Nugget. And both guys, like, they would just do something and you'd be like, whoa, what did you just do? They're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, it just, it happens. They're like, have to go back and see it. It's like, oh, yeah, that was pretty good. Right. You know, Lawrence, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that, I was pretty good on that play, wasn't I? So, but it's cool. So, um, before we let you go, can you can, give us some, some insight on, or give fans a reason to believe that this team is sticking together and working towards getting better because you've been in sports a long time. You know, the, once the losses start to pile up a bit, the first concern is, can we stay together? What can you tell the fans to assure them, hey, look, we're still in it. We still believe in this. I mean, well, well, first of all, we still come out to practice and you, you wouldn't be able to tell that we're going on. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's good to see. And, and like I said, I, I've been, I've been somewhere else before and like, I, I've had not really had a winning season. Uh, I haven't been a part of it yet, but I've been there when the things have been bad and things get worse. I don't see that happen. Guys are still, guys are still together, you know, uh, hanging out on the field, off the field. The locker room is great. You know, guys have a good time. Music is playing or everybody's still in high spirit. You know, we all believe that it's still early, you know, in this league, you never know things happen. It's so crazy. You can go, mm-hmm. you can. You can go ten and zero and then lose the next set. So Pittsburgh, it's, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. So, so things like that. You know, uh, anything can happen. Season can change around. No matter what, you just have to stick together. We, you know, we know what our mission is. We know what our goals are. And everyone, like I said, the, the relationship that you guys have on this team is amazing. I, I don't see nobody giving up. Um, and I, I don't look forward to seeing nobody giving up. No matter what happens, I think we'll stick together. No matter what, we'll, you know, we'll fight so we can't fight anymore. Especially Coach Judge. Um, you know, he won't let us give up, you know, and that's, that's, mm-hmm. I think that's big as well. Our coaches won't give up on us. We definitely won't give up on each other. John, I mean, you were drafted by Cincinnati and uh, obviously, you know, it's a proud organization, but now you're with the Giants, right? And, you know, as soon as you walk in the lobby, there's four Lombardi trophies sitting there. Throughout the, the if you walk into the cafeteria, there's Eli avoiding the sack and then there's the Plaxico and all those murals and, Carl's around, David Deal's around, Sean O'Hara's around. You know, former players are always around. Strahan will pop in every now and then. Phil Sims, you see him on TV. I mean, he's a Super Bowl MVP. What's it like to play for an organization? And do you feel a sense of responsibility when you're playing for an organization like this? Um, man, I'll be honest. I'm not one of those guys who like starstruck, anything like that. Uh, but when I walked in this building for the first time and I saw oh. all these accolades, you know, all these accomplishments, all these, you know, uh, you know, these guys with, with success and all this, it, it, it felt so good to be around. Um, uh, and that's no, that's no change anywhere I did or played or anything else, but it's just, there's some real history here. Uh, and it feels good to walk inside of, you know, like the indoor and, and look at you know, the banners, see world champion, you know, that's a feeling that everybody wants to play. That's why you play this game. You know, you want to, you want to be a world champion. Uh, and I wouldn't say it's 
it feels like a responsibility because I feel like that's putting unreal expectations or, you know, any, because, you know, obviously that's the goal, but, but you don't want to say it's my responsibility to come in once you're, you're, it's your responsibility to come in and do the job. And once everybody does the job, you know, that all falls into one. And then that's how you get to that, that, that team goal. you know? So I, I, I wouldn't say it's a responsibility, but you know, it definitely feels amazing to be around. Uh, but it definitely sits on the back of your mind. Like, this is what we need to get to. You know, this is what you work for. This is what we all want. Carl, you want to find out what makes him tick off the field? Yeah, what makes you tick off the field, Ross? Uh, you what, like, what, 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 what do you do away from football? Man, I mean, uh, I leave here. My, my biggest thing is I just, I just love being a dad. Yeah, that's just, that's my biggest thing. Um, that's what gets, that's what keeps me going every single day. You know, uh, seeing my soul grow up and just, just being a dad. And I, I was, that, that, that's, that's just like my, my whole deal outside. That's all your sons. How old are still? Four. Four. Okay. Right, so I just, I just, I just turned to granddad uh, last oh, week. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, I yeah, got, so, I got well, a bunch I, of older ones, but as you can see here, I got a six and a half year old. So, uh, -huh. uh it, it just, it, Carl, can we just give him a little wisdom of how awesome it's going to be over the next couple of years? Oh, Cause this please. is uh, this is the best. I mean, once they start getting into it a little bit uh -huh. and it's T-ball and throwing a football around, whatever yeah. it is, and then they start getting into it, uh -huh. my son yeah. is crazy football. I love it. I love it. And my son's already like, he, he's already starting to get in that mold. You know, he, he's, he's understanding what a touchdown is and everything. So he's getting on. So I mean, it, it, makes, it makes me excited. Like he's, he's doing jiu-jitsu right now and he's, He's getting better. He's showing me like, like dad, look at like he's sending me videos like that. Watch this well. And he's he's getting so much better from the first time I went and saw him at a class. Feeling so good to just see him have it and, and proud of himself. So I can only That's imagine the next couple of years gonna be like. So what's on your playlist? Oh man, I'm big big R and B guy. I mean, not other oh uh, okay. it's a bunch of different R and B cats. Uh, yeah, on. New school, old school. You know what I've been listening to lately though? For some weird reason that uh the Ice Brothers, um the busted, yeah yeah, yeah I've been listening to that joint lately. It's, it's a smooth vibe. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell Dion too much because he samples a lot of dope beats and tries <laughs> to write rhymes over them. So don't let him ruin a good record. All right. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I got you. Hey John, uh, good luck this week against the Rams. We appreciate a couple minutes uh, taking time out of your schedule and. uh we wish you nothing but success. I, I, I could have sworn that catch in the back of the end zone was a touchdown. Oh. I know you got more coming up. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you, man. John. Uh, That's John Ross of the Giants taking a couple minutes to join us here on Believe in Giants. All right, so it's fun catching up with John Ross and uh, a little R&B, old school, new school. Uh, you know, yeah. we're back and better than ever, Carl. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. New updated site, interface, more odds, props, contests. Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything that is football. And listen, if you go to the website or you use the mobile device, sign up today, you get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget, use the promo code BELIEVE, B L E A B, to receive your bonus. Football, basketball, boxing, your favorite casino games. 
Amazing offers in 2021. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on your favorite sports. You know, Carl, the Giants right now, now we know that Galladay's banged up and Slayton's got the hammy. But eventually, you know, they're going to get back. Man, if you could, if you have Ross and Slayton and Shepard and Galladay and Kadarius Toney and Evan Ingram, Kyle Rudolph, I mean, that's, that's a heck of a group to have to hold the fort until you know that Barkley's ready. Yeah, I mean, you talk about platooning player after player, and they are all making contributions. If you can get that group healthy, they can, they're already impacting games, and it's only three, three guys at a time. They don't even rotate because they don't have uh, their starters right now. But, boy, when that happens, it's going to be pretty, pretty fun to watch. All right, let's get into a little of the preview part of this thing. Uh, you and I did it on the Joe Judge Report, the TV show, so we're not giving away any of our TV show secrets here. But I'm looking at some of the things on Bob's Big Board, this week's Bob Big Board. It's not finished yet. Here's something that I, I'm a little concerned about this week. Um, the Rams, this year, according to Pro Football Focus and Next Gen Stats, they have eight deep throws completed this year for 400 yards. Arizona has the most yardage on deep throws, 408. The Rams only had seven all of last year. So you got Cooper Cup, who is in the top five in targets, receiving yards, receiving touchdowns, and receptions. He's the only player in the NFL that's in the top five in all those metrics. Then you got Woods, who went for a buck 50 last week. Um, you got Deshaun Jackson, who's got the most touchdown catches of over 60 yards in NFL history. He's got 25 of them. Uh, how did the Giants deal with this this week? Well, you look at it from two ways, Bob. Defensively, it's what can you do schematically so that your safeties don't get caught up in eye candy? The obvious answer to that is playing some sort of too deep coverage, right? Um, once you get into man coverage, you better be able to hold up individually because between Cooper Cup and Deshaun Jackson, both guys are deep ball catchers. Somebody's got to get extra attention. Some corner is going to have to have some extra help. Uh, the most in vogue play, you talk about Arizona, right? The most in vogue play in this copycat league is that deep over route. You see it every week. There's a guy that starts on one side of the field, and whatever he does, he gives it time for all the eye candy on the, the opposite side to occupy people's um, attention. And they just run, you know, 40, 50 yards down the field, and they're wide open. I mean, and we bend see it. it, right? They're bending. Yeah, they're bending it across the field, and, and you're like, where's the safety at? Well, he, he either started off in the box and the corner couldn't draw back far enough because they gave him just enough to hold him some, you know, deep in cut or some deep out where the corner just couldn't leave. And that crossing route is clear over the top of the defense. And then, you know, Deshaun Jackson is like, he's like uh, John Ross, but, you know, they've had more success where you can just line up. He's just going to run by you, you know, and... If there's, you know, he just goes. So if there's, there's a lot 
to be concerned with if you cannot keep your safeties back to, to, to focus on these types of plays, meaning linebackers have got to do a good job in coverage. Um, and here's the other part of it. If you can get a negative play on first or second down, just by chance, your pass rush will have a little bit more success because, you know, these deep balls, they don't come every, the shot plays don't come every play, but these teams are moving the ball on the Giants to where the Giants don't have answers to anything, which makes them susceptible to the biggest type of plays. What did you see in Matthew Stafford? Um, uh, he's 4-1 and one for the first time through his first five games since 2011, right? He was, you know, and, and all the metrics. All, you could see all the reasons why Coach McVay wanted to move on from yep. Goff and bring Stafford in because now the big play is part of their game. Uh, what about the way Stafford's playing, and what does he do well that the Giants are really going to have to be aware of this week? Well, Matthew Stafford, I've always said, is like diet Aaron Rodgers. He's got Aaron Rodgers' arm talent. He's got the mobility of Aaron Rodgers. He just doesn't have the victories. So he's got half the calories of, <laughs> of Aaron Rodgers. So, but, but he has, when you look at him, it, there, there's not a single coach or player that prepares for Matthew Stafford that doesn't look at a film and say, how are they this bad when this guy is this good? So for him, you're, you're basic, basically preparing for an elite quarterback. You've got to do something. You've got to take something away from this offense, meaning I said it last week. I'll say it again. You can't allow them to play the game on their terms. Nobody talks about the Rams running game, but the Rams running game has really kept them on schedule and enabled them to hit some of these big plays. Well, the fact that nobody's talking about it may be a good reason to give them not to talk about it again this week. But the reason no one talked about it is because your defense was able to contain it. That's what you got to do. You got, if, if you can do one thing, you'll give your defense a chance to do something else. Yeah, I mean, and Henderson out of the backfield, he's got, uh, what has he got, 80-plus scrimmage yards in four straight games. So. What they're doing is they're running it with them. They're short passing it with them. They're using it as their running game. And, hey, you know what? They average 6.1. Uh, what, what, what's their average here? Let me look at their offense. They're averaging, they're number one in the NFL. They're averaging 6.7 yards per play. So if they are effective on first down, then they really can take the deep shots on you. Yeah, I mean, because you're getting six yards, so it's second and four. What are you playing for on defense? You can't. You're not even living to get to third down because they're probably going to hit a first down whatever play they run. So you're just trying to prevent something. Um, but listen, we look on the Rams' side of the field and they have guys that will not be denied. The Giants, and again, I, I've said this before, I never get into how much a team pays a player, right? A player is worth whatever team is willing to pay them. But I will say this, there are certain guys that have to play like they pay. Meaning, and I, I'm not saying that they're dogs in a, in, in a bad way. I'm saying, let the dog out in a good way. 
you've got to be that player. You've got to play to that talent level that 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 we know you are. So it, it's not a knock on that. Man, they paying you all this money, they overpaid. No, I think they paid you right. Now prove them right. Every every play, not just every once in a while. Yeah, I mean, and their pass protection is so good. I mean, they've only given up four sacks this year. Andrew Whitworth, who was deemed over the hill uh, four years ago, five years ago, is playing at an all-pro caliber level. What are their average third downs? I wonder. Uh, they, no, I can they, tell you, if they're averaging six yards a play, that's why the offensive line is so good at pass protecting. Yeah, they're 48%. They're sixth in the NFL. But their average third down yardage is what, third and four? Well, I'll tell you right now, they have, uh, well, let's say 16 of their third down attempts this year. And I could tell you how many they got. Bob's big board. I'm not, the big board's not finished yet, but I, I, I can tell you because I got the I got the stat pack here. Um, they are one of the reasons why they're at forty eight percent. All right, here we go. I'm getting the I'm getting the notes out here. Uh, they've had fifty six third down attempts this year, but of those fifty six, twenty six of them have been four yards or less. There you go. Twenty six of the fifty six, and so in your and in and in that group, they've hit. 14 of the 26. So they're batting over 50%. Yeah. So there, therein lies the, the success of your offensive line pass blocking. They haven't had to do a lot in long yardage situations. And that's normally uh, where your pass rush can make an impact. But, you know, everybody talks about quarterback not holding the ball, quarterback getting the ball out in two point whatever seconds. Hard to get a pass rush. It really is. 18 of their third down attempts have been nine or more yards, but because they have big play guys and a tremendous athletes, Carl, they're hitting nine plus, nine or more yards on third down. They're nine of 18. That's 50%. Conversely, the Giants in nine plus this year on third downs are five of 22. Yeah. Well, 22 is too many to start with, but also, uh, They've only hit five. All right, so the other side of the ball here, they give up 48% on third downs. They're ranked 30th in the NFL. Uh, we know about Aaron Donald. Since he came into the league, he leads the NFL in sacks, quarterbacks, quarterback hits, tackles for losses. You studied him on film. You've watched him on film. Um, take our audience through what you saw and how the Giants can plan to Try to slow them down, not stop them. Yeah, you're not you're not gonna stop him. Even though Nick Gates battled him well last year, they they'll miss him in a game like this. But boy, you know he is he is in essence where's Waldo because where he lines up and where he ends up is normally on the other side of the line of scrimmage. But it could be two or three gaps over. Uh, you can try to double team him. He splits double teams. 
great hand and foot work by Aaron Donald. Powerful guy, but you got to block him. You got it's going to take an effort, um, and you got to be really sound in your technique when you're blocking him because he's got really good hands. He slaps you down, he moves you, he jerks you, he pushes you. Um, but you just got to be committed to your technique and uh, hope your quarterback doesn't have to hold the ball too long. And then it frees up Leonard Floyd, who's got three sacks, right? Well, yep. One guy's taken up two that's going to free up other guys, which is what you've been talking about that the Giants need to do. Yeah. So what what is a path to victory here this week? Now, and as of this taping, we don't know who's playing quarterback for the Giants. Okay? Yeah. As of this, the path of victory know. is, look, path of victory for the Giants, tackle well, protect the quarterback. You'll get you'll get offense. Just given the tools that the Giants have, they'll get offense. And you just protect the football. A uh, guy like Tony, if he's going to play, regardless of who the quarterback is, put the ball in his hands, short, intermediate, deep. He makes things happen. Um, Ross, there are, there are guys that can make plays. And then if you're running back and they throw the ball to you, catch it because it was set up for you. There are just so many other things. And look for Evan Ingram to, to become more of a part of this offense as well as Kyle Rudolph. We haven't heard a lot from Kyle Rudolph, and it's not for his lack of ability. It's just they just haven't gotten him the ball. This could be a game where the tight ends could really factor in this because so much attention will be given to your wide receivers. Yeah, and they got to figure out a way to get the ball to Rudolph in the red zone because that's where he's yeah. made his bones over the last five years. Sure. So that's incumbent upon how they scheme it, how they game plan it, whatever they do, because he's still effective enough to execute. And again, like we talked about when they signed him, Carl, it doesn't have to be perfect to throw him the ball and him to make the play. You know? No, it doesn't have to be perfect, but you do want your quarterback to have an opportunity to uh, – Give him a chance. So that means the offensive line has got to keep the pass rush off enough for the quarterback to to set and give give Rudolph a chance and, and to throw those balls. All right, let's just wrap it up here, man. What uh give me give me a little get ever give our audience a little vibe on that cool shirt you're wearing. Oh, tie-dye, baby. This that, is is that new? This uh yeah, this is from the Tommy Hilfiger NFL collection, another collection I do. Um, you can find it on fanatics.com and you can type in Tommy Hilfiger NFL and you'll see this. So it's, it's so you teamed up with Hilfiger and Fanatics and you designed it? Yep. Yep. Nice. Oh, that's a little nice tie guy. Um, I, I, but I got, I got a beef, man. I, I mean, I, I'm not, I don't even really want to be in this good of a mood as we close the show Go ahead. because. Public storage in Scotch Plains, New Jersey, has given its patrons the runaround, the sh short shrift. Um, they're sticking it to us. So Hurricane Ida comes a few, what, about a month ago. Okay. And we don't deny that there was flooding all over New Jersey. We know that. But we were trying, along with all the other customers, to get in to view our stuff, but they would only let us in by appointment. But every time there was an appointment, they would cancel that appointment and reschedule. So we thought it was just us. And um, come to find out, it's most of their guys. What's so when they finally came to the company, 
public storage on on Route 22, Scotch Plains, New Jersey. They took their sign off their their uh, property, but you'll see all the cop cars now preventing people from coming in. So when we, when they finally get us there, under the auspices that we could go and see what we could salvage, they said, "Nope, can't go. There's stuff down there, and we can go into your unit and take a picture for you and show you, but you can't go down there for safety reasons." But if you sign this paper, we'll demolish all of your stuff. You give us permission to do that. Like, well, why would we do that? And why, how would we know if you even did it? Um, because we have stuff that was sealed into plastic and then into containers. So it probably just floated during all of this stuff. Yeah, but there's, too, there's so much toxic stuff down there. So I was like, oh, wow, okay. Um, so what's going to be the ruling here? And they're like, We'll let you know. So some consulting group out of California sends everybody a, um, an email that says, you will not ever have access to your stuff because uh, it must be declared a total loss. And I want to hear, I want to give you the words that they use to really scare you. It says, uh, unfortunately, the vendor has determined that the items stole at the lower levels on some because it's ha it's become hazardous and where's it they use some word micro something waste and so i said wow that's interesting how come we didn't get any of this ruling from the new jersey state environmental protection agency it's a california company that sent these fancy words level 3 something but it never told us what the level of toxicity is. And, you know, I have some stuff in there. I have my Pro Bowl jersey, and there's some other valuable stuff that I'm not going to tell you. Um, they'll, they'll get swiped. Right. They and in so, and they'll swipe it, including the stuff that your son wants back, which we won't say on the air. Right. And so it's kind of like we try to get an injunction so that they don't touch anybody's stuff until we have the EPA come down there and say, yeah or no. Because here's the other thing, Bob. All the while they were telling us that we couldn't go down there because it's toxic, their workers were there with no mask, no hazmat suits, just walking through, raising up, taking pictures of your unit, shutting it back down. I'm like, well, I thought you said it was hazardous, but your guys are walking in and out of there. So I'm, um, we, we've kind of taken the offensive and gone on the news and done some other things because it's it's just not cool. Scotch Plains, um, I'm sorry, not Scotch Plains, public storage of Scotch Plains. I love Scotch Plains. Although we get this movement going. So now you can help me with a rant. with a rant. Okay. So you know Max was at the Cowboys game this week, right? Right. Uh-huh. Made his first trip on the road. He was, he was sad, but, you know. So let me ask you this. Define, if I said to you two words, Recommended and should. Does that translate in anywhere in your brain required or mandated? No. Okay. So, you know, all the, all the school districts have their own different things as far as travel. So, Weehawken School District said that, uh, according to their guidelines, they said, if you travel out of state, if you have to travel out of state, 
under the New Jersey and CDC guidelines, it is recommended that you take a test before you go, your student quarantines for seven days, and then takes another test when they come back. Should take another test when they come Re back. Recommended. Recommended and should. So we get back. Not must, but should. We get back, and I'm reading from the superintendent's email, the Weehawken School Superintendent's email. Recommended and should are the words that are being used. So we're getting ready to send Max back to school on, on uh, go back to school and, and, and get back on with things on Tuesday. Well, Max can't go to school. Well, why can't he go to school? Well, because he must, he needs to mandatory seven-day quarantine and get a test before and after. So the nurse calls, leaves a message. Like, well, wait a second. So Kathleen and I look at the email from the superintendent. I get the runaround for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. They tell me that that's their interpretation of what they put on the piece of paper. That this is, this is how we're interpreting what we wrote in our email. So you write something... It's vague so that you can loosely interpret it the way you want as it fits your needs. Right. And the other, yeah, all the other school districts in the state are handling things differently. Um, had we known that it would be mandatory that you do this and required to do this, then maybe Max wouldn't have gone to Dallas. But it wasn't. It said recommended and should. Now, anybody out there watching this, you better check your school district and check out the, the verbiage because that is not mandatory and required. And I've been on the right. phone with these people and it's pissing me off because my kid missed an opportunity to go to school and I don't like the loose playing with facts. And I said mm -hmm. to the superintendent today, I said, you need to write it better because the way you wrote it and the way you all want to interpret it ain't legit. It's right. legit to quit. So like you with the storage unit, me with the Weehawken school system, I'm pissed. And I've let that be known because you can't, you cannot, well, that's the way we've been doing it. Well, you know what? No one challenged you on it, but recommended, exactly. recommended and should does not mean mandated and required. You and I are required and mandated at yep. least once a week to get a COVID test from the Giants. Correct. NFL rules. You and I were mandated and required to get vaccinated, whether you wanted to or not, that's your own personal thing. But in order to work in the NFL, whether you're a coach, a player, front, not player, excuse me, blah, 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 coach, front off, anybody else, you are required or else you can't, sorry, you can't work. Yep. I got to show my vaccination with Golf Channel. So I. But they never said we recommend that you and you should. It was, here's. You're mandated and you must. Doesn't say you will not be allowed back in the school. On no, I'm talking about our, uh, our requirements. Oh, our requirements. Don't say should. It said must. must. If you want to work, you must. You will not be allowed in the press box unless you can prove that you are fully vaccinated. Yep. So I'm pissed. I'm pissed at the Weehawken School District. I'm pissed at the vague, loose playing with the facts. And that's my rant for today. And here's the thing, Weehawken School District. When you are loose with that type of stuff, it normally comes back to bite you. 
Because what else are you writing so loose that you can kind of skirt around some things? If something major were to happen and you were not absolute when you needed to be, it comes to bite you in the butt. All right. That's our rant for today. Tell a friend to tell a friend, right, Carl? Tell a friend to tell a friend. We want to thank John Ross of the Giants for taking a couple of minutes to join us today. We'll see you next week. Uh, don't forget, I'm going to give that, I want to give the call to action one more time. Uh, head to the website, Bet Online, number one spot for pro and college football of action across the season. And make sure you use the promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V, to receive your bonus. Bet Online, where the game starts. So for Carl Banks, I'm Bob Papa. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. We'll see you next week for another edition of Believe in Giants. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.